1: Hello heroes and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and game master. Heroes, this week we are concluding our adventure with Wander Home. I want to thank all of our guests for joining us and Possum Creek Games for sponsoring this series. It was a delight to play this game and show it off to all of you and I hope so many of you were inspired to go out and pick up a copy of your own because I know you're going to love it. Before we get to the show, I want to remind everyone that OneShot is supporting the 2021 IGDN Diversity Sponsorship, a program that connects game designers from different backgrounds with the resources they need to make their games a reality. That includes financial support, professional mentorship, and access to professional tools. It is a wonderful program, and it has helped so many designers on their path to making new and interesting games. If you're like me and you think new and interesting games are a good thing for the gaming community, then I highly recommend heading out and donating to this sponsorship. That money helps the program support more people. All you need to do is go to fundly.com slash 2021 dash IGDN dash diversity dash sponsorship and donate whatever you like. OneShot is matching the first $1,000 of donations, so if you donate now, you will literally double your money. And I have also been posting the weird random TikToks that I have saved to my phone for some reason uh, in response to every $10 of donation, so you can expose my weird TikTok habits. All you need to do is go and give a small amount of money to this sponsorship. Now then, with all of that out of the way, let's get to the show.
2: Behind the bar, you see a large, friendly-looking beaver. At the bar, there's really only one person there. Um, you're surprised. Usually, you would expect this place is so packed, everybody's lounging around, having a having a great time. You just see a big rat slumped over at the bar. And when you look over, you think the rat might have just been looking at you. But it's slumped over. How How, how could he have been doing that? tinsel my friend I think you've found something
3: quite meaningful amongst your letters there but I would be careful not to hold it up in the firefly light again there may be unfriendly eyes in this place
4: oh huh typically all letters are meaningful in some meaning or another but um no I I get what you're saying let me tell you
3: my old university sent out a lot of meaningless letters
0: (laughs) 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 Believe <laughs> Nisha? Nods. Yeah. oh they did. <laughs> yes, they
3: certainly did. I wanted to speak to you both prior to discovering that orchid letter, which orchid. I'm going to look at Nisha and say, Were th- am I much mistaken, or was there something about orchids, or some sort of some type of lilies, or something in them? The- something in the book that night when you showed me the book in the university."
0: Oh, is like looking thoughtfully. There are like club crumbs all over her face from the two pieces of pie that she has had. She like looks thoughtfully. Yes, I, something about a flower. There's been a lot of flowers today that have been meaningful. Uh, but I remember something, something about finding a flower and then a path will be illuminated. And, uh, she pulls out, like, a book almost unconsciously and just starts kind of flipping through it as she's kind of thinking and just kind of opens it up to, uh, like, a seemingly random page. Hmm. Let's see if maybe we can find a way to find an orchid. And then she kind of mutters something to herself and then pats her firefly who shifts and like a path appears just on the ground, like kind of going off in the direction.
2: Yeah, the firefly begins to lead the way as it flits along this path, weaving between the benches and the people. It lands on the bar next to the rat. And the rat looks up and tries to shoo the firefly away, but the firefly steals itself. And stares down the rat and goes, oh, my
3: apologies. As we're as we're walking over to the or I guess some if some of us are walking over to the bar, I'm gonna nod at Nisha and start walking over to the bar, keeping an eye on Rose and, and Mooch. I'm gonna say to Tinsel and Nisha as well and say, Mooch described to me the figure of a one eyed man appearing to him in dreams. The dreams of children have throughout time mourning on the heath. And deeply connected to prophecy, the of destiny in this place. So I would not be quick to dismiss Mooch's dream, even if it were not familiar to me. And I will tell you this now. The figure in his dream is deeply familiar to me. The self-same figure who left a young rose on my doorstep.
4: Oh, that's fascinating. I wonder if there stories are connected yeah uh which was mentioning that earlier today uh, we met
0: now all of this seems a little connected we met a flower in a tree when we were racing i probably should have mentioned that earlier (laughs) 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 but we had to finish the race first um naturally uh, yeah and they asked about dreams and um Mooch talked about this dream that he had, but I just—I just thought he was making a fanciful tale like he does. Uh, but you—you've had—I—I I, now that you mention it, I remember your tales about this. Uh, yes, this
4: one-eyed creature.
0: Yes, indeed. What,
4: what what kind of flower was it that you were speaking to? What kind of flower was it? I don't know. It was you... a
2: peach
0: flower.
4: Ooh, it was.
0: Oh, it was a peach flower. I knew. I remember now because it, it made me really want peaches.
3: <laughs> the peach flower? Well, could it? I don't oh. suppose it could be. Perhaps it could be.
4: That's that's a story, right? Yes, there's
3: a local piece of folklore in this area about a, huh. a prophetic peach blossom.
2: Oh. An otter sort of pokes um, uh, his head up nearby and goes, oh, but I thought that was all hogwash. Work. surely you haven't actually met the blossom
3: well I haven't come here to wash any hogs so I would expect you to 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 uh, uh, I'll, I'm gonna put you on the list behind mooch I'll find a way to roast you too
1: Be- behind Lawrence there is a pig that's in a towel with a bathing <laughs> cap and, and a wash brush that just lowers its shoulders dejectedly and turns <laughs> around
3: turn around oh i'm so sorry i'd be more than happy to wash you i'm not i didn't mean i meant i absolutely <laughs> be delighted to wash you um
0: he's just patting him on like awkwardly on the back it's all right i'm sure you have plenty of offers
2: it's really hard to reach my back <laughs> Look.
0: he's just just like that's okay <laughs> I,
2: I would really appreciate it
3: Look, we'll get everyone in the tavern and we'll all take turns washing you later on this evening. Really? Yes, everyone will get it. We'll round everybody up and we'll all wash you together.
2: (laughs) You're the (laughs) nicest turtle I've ever met. Very
3: kind. You're the. And I appreciate the vulnerability you're showing and, you know, putting yourself out there. We need to go get washed. We all, we all need to get washed from time to time, and it-,
2: it is incredibly vulnerable to be in a crowded tavern and only a towel I
3: know <laughs> you but you've done something very brave, and I commend you for it
0: Thank you so much <laughs> it's a lovely towel by the way It, it suits you so well it Isn't brings it? out your eyes
2: yes that the the pig wipes a tear from
0: their <laughs> eye.
4: it's such a it's such a nice towel. <laughs> I think Tinsel's just blushing and just like trying to like not look directly at them because she's <laughs> bashful. Apparently, they're really bashful. So they're like, "I oh, oh. the bar. I'm gonna go." <laughs> so
2: Tinsel, you're heading off to the bar.
4: Yeah, I think I think I think they're like, "Oh, we probably need a drink." Yes, it just turns and walks off. The- it's like, excuse me, hope your bath goes well. <laughs> well goodbye.
2: <laughs> yeah. So as you head over to the bar, you see the rat slumped over with an empty glass um, and the firefly also drinking from a glass. Oh. You're not sure where the firefly got it from. Probably the beaver. And behind the bar, uh, the beaver goes, uh, hey, uh, name's Petunia. Can I get something for you?
4: Oh, hello, Petunia. I haven't been here since uh, your mother's been here, but... um it's good to see the bar still running. yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah i mean i i only took it over a couple years ago um but uh it's 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 been real good yeah no i mean i mean uh we get we get people from all over and and we got lots lots of locals who 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 come come and frequent which which is which is nice you know just in the same way that it's nice to hear new stories from new people it's, oh, it's definitely, nice to yeah. hear old stories from old people. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: And your mother had the, the best of stories, and I really enjoyed oh, yeah, whenever I did, did swing out here. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, um, uh, you want some schnapps?
4: Oh, um, hmm. should I be drinking this early in the morning with the children in tow? They think out loud. <laughs> I was like, they look back at the children at the table.
2: <laughs> uh, I could also get you some water or oh, some sassafras.
4: Wait. Oh, sassafras. Yes, please. All right, sassafras.
2: She turns around, starts busying herself, gets a big foamy mug, hands it over to you. Yeah. Well, there you go.
4: Oh, thank you. And I'm gonna look for some monies and like puts puts. whatever money type they have here Mm -hmm. like on the counter for (laughs) payments. Bless you. That's how systems work. (laughs) Yes.
2: (laughs) And and Petunia. Uh, with a f- practiced grab, slides the money over. Uh, as you hear it clink against some other coins in her apron.
4: Yeah. And I think is going to look around for seeing if her if their friend is still talking to the, the the hog and a towel or not, or if they're making their way over.
0: <laughs> I think when you turn, uh, Nisha's just right there. Oh, did
4: <laughs> you want some sassafras? I got a big cup. I don't know if I'll be able to finish it. Oh yeah maybe,
0: and that but then she like goes up to the bar and is trying to like look cool, like how she thinks you should be at a bar, and she kind of puts mm-hmm. like a wing up on the counter, and she's like, Yeah, I'll take one of uh whatever you got for birds <laughs> to, like petunia she's not in- entirely sure she hears, but she's just like gonna keep that pose for a little bit. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Petunia's just like, well, I mean, birds can drink anything. (laughs) It's like what she's thinking to herself. (laughs) She's like looking at all the various bottles. uh." (laughs) She seems to fix something together. It's pink and and sweet. And she puts it in front of you.
0: Yeah, Nisha pulls out like a pocket full of slightly bruised berries (laughs) and leaves and just keeps on putting out more. And she's like nodding, to Petunia. When? <laughs> and she like puts a couple more out, and she's like, "I think that'll cover it."
2: All right then.
4: I think Tinsel's like drinking their drink and just like looking like, "Where did you get all these berries from?" Like just like giving them the like big eyes, like, "Uh, <laughs> where did they come from?" <laughs> I like to I like to approach the bar.
3: Mm -hmm. I think with my friends, with Tinsel and Nisha. Or have you guys returned with your drinks?
4: No, we haven't returned yet. I was uh, still bar. I'm going to join you at
3: the bar and lean over to speak to Petunia and say, Petunia, absolute pleasure to see the place, lively as always. I don't know if you recall me. I was here when I was working on my doctoral thesis. We came through for a bit of a ramble, myself and some of my fellow uh, graduate students. Okay. No, okay, cold shoulder—that's fine. We'll keep rolling right along. What I, well, uh, uh, what I wanted to ask if I could be so kind is, uh, I was wondering if I could uh, do a favor for an old friend and perhaps settle uh, the tab for our rather sleepy friend down here at the end of the bar. I'm going to point to the rat at the end of the bar.
2: Oh, you want to settle mickle's tab?
3: Oh, I assume, has he been drinking much this evening or no?
2: I mean, that's most of what Mickle does.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, uh, so he has
2: been... It's a bit of a fish of a rat.
3: Oh, uh,
2: I understand.
3: <laughs> yes, well, alcoholism. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so so Mikkel has actually been imbibing he's he's uh in his cups, so to speak.
2: Yeah. Um some days are better than others.
3: Mm. Very well. Yeah. Hold that thought one moment, Petunia. And uh Lawrence is gonna take his his, his sort of you know, ill gotten knowledge uh is going to walk down walk down the bar towards Mickle the rat. Mm-hmm. My my fine fellow, you seem out of sorts. You've fallen asleep in a place of merrymaking. Can I interest you in a crust of bread and some hot broth to help settle your stomach? Oh. What? You've fallen asleep with your head on the wood of the bar. Is normally a of a-
2: <laughs> there's a wood pattern yeah. on his fur yes? yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: as long as we're
1: describing Mickle physically can I also layer on that Mickle wears maroon pants with two big buttons on the front and, and like dingy <laughs> gloves
3: sure James. <laughs> tempting fate the most litigious company in the history of the world <laughs> Uh, this is Minkle
1: the Rat. I don't know what you're talking about.
3: Uh, <laughs> these are these are eggshell gloves. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And he's got a different amount of fingers than whatever amount mm-hmm. any other yeah. famous rodents might have.
2: He's got seven fingers on his head. It's... And and oh, he's got no. he's got a he's got a small key shaped dagger. <laughs> no. mm-hmm. Perfect,
3: perfect, perfect. Mm-hmm. My uh, my good man, you have f- Fallen asleep with your face on the buzz as a faux pas in a public house of any sort of drinking mm. establishment. Uh, why don't you get some uh, hot soup and some bread in you? I'd be more than happy to treat you. And uh, I will um, wave towards like either to, uh, if there's either like, a place to serve yourself, I will just grab some. Or if, the, if people are being served, I will like wave someone down.
2: Mikkel points a finger up in the air and confidently states, you, sir, are a noble and peerless soul It's very touching compliment Mikkel I appreciate it uh, what moves you to speak
3: thus on my character having just now met
2: why your actions they're, they're, they're only the actions of someone unimpeachable
3: well, uh, Michael, yeah, we and I think you all can see that I'm a pretty level-headed guy, but flattery does work on Lawrence a little bit. So he's like, "Well, now no, here's a man who's uh, here's a here's a guy to buzz. here's a here's a hearty John. Well, very well, i would be more than happy to. Let's get this man. Let's get him another drink. Oh, um, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> <laughs> yeah. pull me a no, 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 wait, no drinks, no drinks. Sorry. Uh, soup, soup and mm. bread is what's called for. Soup and bread." Yes,
2: we will drink the soup.
3: And we shall eat <laughs> the bread. And I'm going to give him a little cheers <laughs> with a crust of bread.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Mickle cheers you back uh, as he nibbles on the bread. So, um, uh, wh- what business do you have uh, here? Well,
3: th- uh, we, uh, we're we attending the business we have here. Making some uh, time from long travels on the road and uh, engaging in some consumption of fine victuals with such estimable companions as yourself. Uh, but, uh, but t- tell me, Mickle, I uh, Yes. Uh, it seems that you are a resident of the town, acquainted with its comings and goings.
2: Well, I've been here a a, a, a bit. I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not from here. Um, I'm I'm from around, you
3: know. Ah, to be from around I understand it well. Mickle, you and I have become fast friends of a sort, and oh,
2: how could I not be friend with with one such glorious noble soul as you
3: i like the cut of your jib (laughs) mickle so uh, let me be the first to ask then Mm -hmm. what did you think of my friend's letter and i'm gonna really look and see what mickle's reaction is to me saying that
2: mickle like pauses frozen What's the the problem, Mickle? Moth got your tongue? No, no, no. Let it go, (laughs) Mickle. Mickle comes in (laughs) close to you and says Because I know that you are a true friend to me, I shall tell you quietly. I think the letters for me.
3: I'm going to look up and see that the that the firefly did light our way here. Mm-hmm. This is not me, Brennan, misremembering, but this this. This yeah. is what Lawrence is going to say. So the letter with an invisible rose on its cover, that letter was meant for you
2: it's not a rose it's an orchid
3: Lawrence smiles uh mickle passed the test I'm gonna look over uh I'm, I'm gonna look over to to tinsel and Nisha and yeah I will I'm, I'm gonna look at them and, and say uh, and sort of like nod my head over this way and the kids as well I think Think. i don't want the kids to be too far yeah or
1: oh
4: we're I- gone oh the kids- yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no!
3: yeah. M-
1: mooch and rose are out of sight <laughs> we're definitely not there yeah. I
0: think I- <laughs> <laughs> comes up to you and is like walks up maybe with like tinsel coming with her uh and just happens to look over and is like I think the kids are
3: gone. Oh, <laughs> and I just book out of there, leaving you two to like talk with Mickle. I'm like, I'm the letter. It's M- Mickle, Mickle, Mickle. Ah! I'm, just, I'm gonna sprint out looking for the children.
4: <laughs> Where did the children
3: go?
1: Uh, <laughs> so we are riding on the back of that frog that we met earlier oh, in the goodness. whirlpool,
2: and I think that. Let's stick with Mikkel first for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we'll yeah. catch back it's up. Ju- it's just with a quick Mewch flash to them yeah, and
4: yeah. then
0: back. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I know. Yeah, as Nisha and Tinsla are like, where did they go?
2: <laughs> yeah. Mik- Mikkel looks to the two of you expectantly and reaches up to his shirt collar and pulls it down to expose a orchid tattoo on his chest Ooh.
1: another legally distinct difference between Mickle and parties unknown <laughs>
2: <laughs> I believe that you have something for me
4: oh I guess I do then
2: noble and gracious moth tender
4: I think I have a letter for you hold on and then like, like goes back into their bag and like pulls it out and hands it over both hands
2: you are so kind to this package, this parcel.
4: Of course, I try to keep everything because I know they're full of love, or at least the ones I carry are full of love. I know um, Lawrence has mentioned the university <laughs> sent out useless ones before, oh. <laughs> but these, these are full of love.
2: I- I'm sure you would carry no letter that was not full with love, and by your carrying it, it would be only full with more love to bursting.
1: Morgan, I have a question for you. Are yeah. we learning that Tinsel is immune to flattery? <laughs> I don't know because Mickle is laying it on thick, and you've just been like, "Yeah, I'm a mail carrier. That's, <laughs> that's just my job." It's my job. It's
4: important yeah. to me, but you know, I think it's like the proper like exterior that they have, mm-hmm. but inside they're like that thumper from like Bambi. of so I'm like, oh, oh gosh, okay. okay. <laughs> but they're like. Aww. Oh, thank you. I try to do what I can.
2: All of us within our cause, thank you.
4: Ooh. I recognize. I don't ask. I recognize. And Tinsel gives like a little nod and then pushes the glasses back up their nose and like.
2: <laughs> Mickle gives a nod and goes, perhaps I have been drinking here a little too long. And he clutches the letter tightly.
0: I think Nisha pushes over like a a glass of water. This might help pep you up. And then she just kind of does like a knowing nod from <laughs> what they've been saying.
2: Thank you. And Mikkel downs the glass of water and goes, can, "Can I don't know if can you open the letter?
4: You want me to open the letter? Typically, I try not to open any letters, but with your consent, I will." And uh, they go in their bag and they actually pull like a really nice like letter opener that Mm -hmm. they have Mm. (laughs) just for certain situations. What does it look like? Yeah. yeah, I think it's like really like bright silver with a moth at the end of it. Wow. It's the official... Moth tender letter opener oh. that they were given.
1: <laughs> oh, like the moths that have like those droopy, like tail things. Yeah, it sort of like wings? comes down and like blade? it comes oh, to a point. Please.
2: Yeah. Of
0: course. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Good. Yeah.
2: Mickle <laughs> is tightly holding onto the letter and then all at once releases his grip to give the letter back to you.
4: Yeah. And I think Tinsel delicately, like, Goes under the edge and then like lifts up the seal without like breaking it, because mm-hmm. they know how like wax seals are very nice, mm-hmm. and then go around and open it up and then holds it open for them to pull up the letter.
2: Do, do I deserve this letter?
4: Of course you do. It's for you.
2: Oh, I suppose yes. And Nickel grabs the letter and opens it and. In- Sits down and begins reading.
4: And I think with that, Tense is going to nicely fold the the envelope back and, like, try to stick the seal just a little bit. Like, he can easily pop it off, but, like, not, like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not going to take much force. And lays the envelope just neatly next to them. And then just turn to Nisha and be like, oh, we should probably help find the children. I I think Nisha was very, like, just focused on
0: what was happening. Like, this is, Mm -hmm. I've never seen ritual like this and then um kind of pulls open her book really quickly and just writes down a little a couple of notes and titles it a note between friends and then puts it quickly back down Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'll have to keep that one in mind that was that was excellent i hope that letter uh contains something that you wanted to read
2: Mikkel seems happy Reading through the letter. And you have just delivered the wax sealed love letter to the...
4: The heroic leader of the outpost of the Love Rebellion? Yep. Mm.
2: Oh, I so, love that.
4: I figured once once they're like, that's for me. I was like, the cause was like, mm-hmm. okay, I know who you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know who you <laughs> is. I see. <laughs> also, so, so do I cross it off my prompts mm-hmm. now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, do I get a token because they took the letter that I have when I said I have a letter Mm -hmm. for you? Okay.
2: Nice. Good job. (laughs) Love to deliver letters. (laughs) So let's catch up a little bit with Mooch and Rose. Yeah. Two of you left alone, eating pies. At some point, I think Mooch is just like talking into pies and uh, Rose looks up and uh, goes, they're gone.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's the thing where, like, Mooch was enthusiastically eating and is, like, mid-slice with one of these pies. And, and a detail that I would love for these pies is that the, the syrupy filling within is so viscous slow so slow moving like molasses it like would take a full 30 seconds to drip to the ground that's just like how how sweet and how like delicious it is
2: Mm -hmm. i think the thick syrup it's like so thick that it's still coloring that light as it passes through it as it drips down
1: yeah, and he, he does he does this thing that, like, I, I think geckos can, like, make kind of a chirpy sound. Yeah. He's got his mouth open, like, he's just casually, very slowly eating this pie, and talks from, like, the back of his throat. Are you sure? Yes. Then he, like, conspiratorially puts the, the fork down and moves closer to Rosie and goes... You want to hang out with me? Yeah.
2: One second. All right. Rose picks up a fork, looks at it, and goes, which way to fun? <laughs> the fork uh, <laughs> bends, <laughs> pointing ah! out. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. Oh. Um, I do believe, uh, I think Brennan gets a token, because when I ask someone if they want to hang out with me, and they say yes, they get a token, wow. and... I believe Rosie is an accessory character to that. So then. Uh, Rosie I can get would...
2: her own tokens, actually. NPCs oh, can have cool. tokens. Yeah. Everything can have tokens. <laughs> Places can have Sorry. tokens. Whatever you Sorry want. Sorry to cheat you out of a token, Brennan.
1: Okay. So uh, then I, I kind of would love us to smash cut to mm-hmm. these two floating on the back of this frog in yeah. the river and like it, it looks like and i think for some frogs uh when you swim through this water some of them are like speed demons they've got little frog goggles on and their whole thing is like zipping up and down and around this A little worldly. brown
2: helmet with flaps yeah
1: yeah i i think <laughs> there is another variety of frog the, the type of frog that we have just happened upon in our group there is the layabout frog <laughs> And the layabout frog approaches this as a lazy river, where sometimes, like, there are fast-moving sections, but for the most part, it's kind of like a, a slow drifting uh, that we get. And so, this frog is like literally uh, floating on its back, uh, mm-hmm. and doing Rosie the backstroke, yeah. and and mooch are are on, on on its stomach, just like hanging out, having. A fun time, uh, especially because we're not supposed to do this, but it's also not like
2: whitewater dangerous yet. I think the two of you somehow have a deck of cards. Yes. And you're yes. playing cards on this frog's belly. <laughs>
1: We're doing a, a age-old thing that children do, which is we're playing a game that we don't know how to play. Yes. When my sister and I were very little, we had Pokemon cards, but we mm-hmm. had no idea how you play the game Pokemon cards because it's an adult game with complicated rules if you're uh, ADHD and you have no patience to read a rule book. <laughs> so there's a deck of, like, sooth cards like like you know whatever a tarot equivalent for the wander home universe is that i i think rose has and we are playing the game that we invented that is tarot cards so what we don't know what we're doing right now is a very complicated like soothsaying read yeah but we're like we're we're like not go fish Hey, Heroes, it's James, your Game Master, and welcome to the midroll. Heroes, One Shot is brought to you by listeners like you, because we are funded almost entirely through donations to our Patreon. And before we get back to the show, I want to take a quick minute and thank some of our patrons. David Stott, thank you so much. Sophia, thank you. Olivia Torano, thank you so much. Megan Richards, thank you very much. Lachlan Fleming, thank you. Justin Lowe, Thank you very much. Lee Anderson. Thank you. Will Baker. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, the next up is Carmine, but apparently there was a processing issue uh, with your name and some symbols got into it. I'm going to assume it is Carmine Del Alessandro. Thank you so much. Claire Monaglia. Thank you. Tyler Saunders. Thank you so much. Dane Thompson. Thank you dwayne the dwayne dwayne thank you very much stephen thank you michael miller thank you so much hannah Monert. thank you donut shoes thank you very much joe white thank you gaz and the goblins have made you all milkshakes now quickly take them before it brings the boys that was all one name thank you and ben Thank you so much. Thanks again to everyone who supports us on Patreon. Without you, we wouldn't be able to make programs like this. Programs that I am sure you are enjoying. So, with all that out of the way, let's get back to the show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. Um, I, I play the big wolf. <laughs> and it's a pi- card with a picture of a big wolf on it. All right, I activate the night of many eyes and like places
1: down a card that has like a, a dark, unctuous forest full of many beady eyes glowing in the darkness. So I think you get two points.
2: I do. Because wolves have eyes in the darkness. <laughs> yep. Two of them. <laughs> two of them. <laughs> You're getting
1: really good at this one, Rosie. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
2: For my next card, I play the fruit basket. Ah, man. I win immediately.
1: Uh, (laughs) And I just drew the secret backpack. And he tosses down onto, like, this... Oddly, it has been arranged like in a complicated sort of geometric fashion that if a a seasoned fortune teller were to look at it, they would easily recognize this as, as a layover that they would do when they're telling one of like their mythic spreads. Mm. And falling into place is, is none other than a card that depicts the heaven blade <laughs> in, in the moment that it struck down the slobbering god.
2: Yeah. Man,
1: I... I never, I always draw, have I told you this, Rosie? Every
2: time we play, I always draw the secret backpack, and I never get a chance to play it. Tough breaks, and Rose reaches out her wings and pulls the cards towards her like a seasoned gambler. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I guess that means you get
1: these candies. (laughs) And I think the sealed jar of candy Mm is in it, was in Mooch's possession. But hasn't been opened because I I think the few times that he's gotten it, Rosie has like always like challenged him to a game over like whether or not they open
2: it and eat it. (laughs) Well, that means I get to keep it to make music. And Rose (laughs) begins shaking the jar of candies like it's a musical instrument to a beat. You don't get to eat the candies. I get to make a tune. You don't get to eat the candies. I get to put in a song. Yeah. Candy song. Candy song. Candy
1: song. I, I, I kind of want the frog that we're sitting on to like start a, a yeah. chirp like 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 oh, a, yeah. a call that that is like kind of a serenade that matches the rhythm of uh the bouncing candies in the jar mm-hmm. and that mixes with like the rushing water around us and the flitting of the the wings of the many prismatic butterflies there's just this beautiful moment that we share I, I, I kind of think, like, geckos cannot close their eyes, but there is a way that uh, Mooch looks stiller uh, and, and more calm. His, his, like, eyes, like, narrow to those, like, line little slits, and it's just a, a moment of calm and peace and mindfulness that is shared in the slow layabout tune that plays in beat with these candies.
2: And then I think a turtle slams uh, their way out of the tavern. (laughs) Children! (laughs) Children! (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> fully levels uh, Lawrence levels his cane at that frog and says you know what the devil is the meaning of this and just <laughs> surges up through the water um and i think lawrence looks i mean lawrence does a lot of work through his like demeanor and whatever to be pretty non but suddenly you're like that's an alligator snapping turtle that's like a, a and like his whole beak opens up and you know that he can like crack a log in half with that mouth it's like mm-hmm. sca- you know scary
2: um, yeah
0: It's so mm-hmm. can we say like some of the frogs get kind of like
4: thrown to the side,
0: like, yeah. a little bit as you're, <laughs> you're like, diving really? upwards. <laughs>
4: Lawrence- There's, like, a slow-mo frog, just, like, slowly, like... <clears throat> yeah,
3: Lawrence just, like,
4: powering through the
3: wall, like, running underwater like, upwards towards <laughs> the thing. Being I mean, like, I'm no spring chicken, but back in my days at preparatory school, I was something of a devil on the rugby field! Uh, just... <laughs>
1: ah! <laughs> yeah, i have to imagine the other frogs are like moving away not because it's a big scary snapping turtle but because they've recognized that this person has a type a personality and they're afraid it, it that would they cheese survive in his gravity yeah. he's he could make them do work <laughs> yeah considerably.
0: they're just like flittering away really quickly yeah. <laughs> once still like doing a beat on their stomach and but also with one foot. <laughs> yeah, I
3: think over there Lawrence looks around and says, now hold on a minute." You're not frogs at all. You're layabouts. Layabouts a lot of you. Apply yourselves. Um...
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, I got to imagine your finger like pointing, your claw pointing in the air. Like one is struck like through the heart basically by that (laughs) point and is like suddenly overcome with the motivation to put his life
2: together. And then another Um, frog (laughs) grabs that frog on the shoulder and goes, no. We are applying ourselves. We're applying ourselves to relaxation.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and they just both nod solemnly. <laughs> uh, incredible. Yeah, I'm going to go collect the two. I'm going to go go and just like hoist Mooch and Rose <laughs> off of that frog and I'm going to and I'm going to, to plop them both on the on the sort of muddy earth in in front of the the tavern and go mm-hmm. My goodness, children, you scared the blazes out of tinsel and Nisha and I running off like that in the middle of dinner out to
2: cavort around with some unknown frog. Ruse Well, I'm glad you're not on fire anymore. You're glad I'm not what? I scared the blazes out of you.
3: First of all, Rose, why would I, why would you be surprised that I'm not on fire anymore if you had scared the blazes out of me? Just legit I'm not
2: surprised, I'm
3: glad. Oh, you're glad? Well, you're glad I'm not on fire? Well, liar, liar, pants on fire, because my nose is as long- I mean, I'll figure out how to roast you later, all right? You get in line (laughs) behind behind Mooch and the other- (laughs) Those roasts are just piling up. I'll get around to them, all right? I have a lot on my plate, and I'm for you to be talking back of all people, young Mr.
2: Mooch. Rose crosses her uh, wings and turns her <laughs> head 180, so she's not looking <laughs> at you Young anymore. lady, you <laughs> turn your head back around this
3: instant. No. <laughs> but, well, I never, you know, I'm look at Mooch, and I think maybe a little unfairly, I will go, oh, No. What's the idea here, Mooch? You know, Rose has enough to worry about as it is without you luring her out here into trouble and harm's way. Um, I think, like, Mooch takes that and I-, I
1: think, like, takes it to heart a little bit. Like, feels bad. You know, the the thing about Mooch, the the, the conflict that exists within Mooch's soul is... Mooch does not trust authority figures but is respectful so if there is a rule set before Mooch Mooch is going to break that rule right like rules are that's what they're there for but seeing that the distress that you have the the like genuine fear and anguish on Lawrence's face Mooch shrinks a bit and like takes takes his hat off his head and like puts it in his hands and is like, you know, clinging to it and going I, 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 Lawrence, I, I I'm 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 sorry, I, I just you know, we saw the whirlpool and it, it seemed like it would be so much fun and you know, this it's gonna happen a lot sooner than anybody thinks it is and and she's Gonna have to be ready when it does, and I figured if you were gonna have fun, we should probably
3: be having it now. That last that last line absolutely breaks Lawrence's heart, but he, he's a good and responsible caretaker for children, so he's not gonna put his emotional turmoil on his face to become these kids' problems. So he stays very he stays very stern looking. He gets down on one knee. It takes. lion's heart to apologize and to wish to amend one's ways and I am sorry that I raised my voice, young Master Mooch. I very much appreciate you saying what you've said and I know that you did not mean any harm and I know you never will, my friend. Now, I am going to try to keep you as safe as I can and part of doing that is not just me being able to keep an eye on you but perhaps me also sharing with you what I know and being honest with you which perhaps I could have done a better job of all along. Much, your dreams I think maybe you know are Frightening at times and I wish I could tell you what many elder beasts have often told the young cubs of the heath before that they are nothing more than a simple story that your mind sings to itself in the dark of night but <sighs> there are forces at work in the heath older and perhaps stranger than any beast has a right to know and the figure you have seen in your dreams, I have seen too. Not only in my dreams as well, but I have seen them face to face. This is a very frightening thought, and I wouldn't fault you if you were scared. I'm scared too. But I know that we're go- I ain't never been scared of nothing in my whole life. Well, then you should take care of me, and I hope you will. Will you take care of me, Mooch?
1: Oh my gosh, you just sound like the figure of my strange dreams. It always says, take care of the people closest to you. Keep them close at hand, because it will happen quicker than anybody anticipates, <laughs> and when it does, you'll be glad for the care that you
3: took when you had them. I'm actually going to look at Mooch here and say, well, I suspect, in that case, I'm just an old cranky turtle, so... If you ever have to make a decision, I would take care of your good friend Rose before you take care of me. I think that in the times to come, it is possible that there may be some strange forces at work that may have some designs on the safety of some of our companions, and maybe, maybe of Rose in particular. And I know that you looking out for her like a good, like a, like a good friend mean an awful lot
1: to me, certainly. I mean, hold up. You gotta you got slow down a little bit because I'm, I'm taking in a, a, a lot here. Are, are you telling me that that all, all the things that, 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 that the, the who's-his-face-in-my-dream says that, 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 that Tinsel and Nisha gotta do, they gotta
3: do? person in your dreams had instructions for nisha and tinsel oh my goodness endless
1: instructions it's like talking to you sometimes did you write these instructions down
3: do you have a clear recollection of them I absolutely do not. No, Mooch. No. (laughs) All right. All right. It's fine. You're not. You haven't done anything wrong. You're a child. You're a child. You are a child. Law dog. Law
1: dog. Listen to me. Listen to me. Law dog. I've been thinking a lot about. Yeah. It's a new nickname I'm trying out for you. I have been doing a lot of thinking over the last couple of minutes. And look, you might just be an old cranky turtle.
3: Certainly am.
1: But you are an old cranky turtle with the heart of a lion. And I learned that because a wise person that I knew once told me that anyone who has the strength to apologize has the heart of a lion. You're
3: describing me mere moments ago.
1: <laughs> Who's to say? Me! What I do know, what I do know, is that maybe. After this, I'll consider doing what you told me and writing some of this stuff down but i got to tell you it's very involved and adults have this tone of voice when they've told you the same thing like dozens to hundreds of time it's, it's like it hits a tone of exasperation and it feels like it's like the humming of a fly it just like turns to a high pitched whining whiz and it's so hard to focus on any individual thing it's all just like you must do this, and they have to go here, or else everything is at stake. And, uh, oh, ugh. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. But
3: I'll try for you. Ouch. I have never been more serious in my life than when I say this to you now. If you can just even give it a good 70% effort <laughs> on writing down whatever you can remember from your dreams... I will drive myself to the brink of bankruptcy, buying you as much candy as you can eat.
2: Rose turns her head back around. Me too? No, (laughs) because you're going to start making up dreams.
3: I know what your tricks are. (laughs) I know what... She (laughs) hops.
1: Yeah, I think with that, like, mooch will, like, put out a hand, uh, a, a sticky little hand to shake, and goes, "Law dog, you got it. Moochmeister,
3: you put it right there.
1: And like his hand sticks to your hand and he pulls you in with it and then licks his eye, which of course, as we know, is Mooch winking.
3: I will nod and I will say, very well, I'm glad that we are of now a like mind on this matter. Let's get back inside because I didn't get any pie and I'm about to pass out. I'm so hungry.
2: <laughs> Rose looks aghast and goes, oh, no,
3: you need to get some pie. Well, do I know it, my girl? Well, do I know it. Let's get back inside. And um, if I don't get pie, I'm, I am going to cry. You'll see me cry if I don't get some of that pie from in there. Um, <laughs> and I'll head back into the tavern with the
2: kids. Nice. So. What are Nisha and Tinsel doing when everyone gets back inside?
0: Nisha has been making a pile of pies. <laughs> as like, she was like, the kids, and then uh, got kind of distracted as <laughs> we were <laughs> heading over and is now just making this pile. Like, I feel like, was I supposed to be doing something else? <laughs> as she like puts <laughs> another pie into the pile.
2: <laughs> Tell me about some of these pies.
0: Who? Uh, so there's one that has a golden crust all over it and it is piled high like it is a the pie looks like it's double the height of the little container that it's in and a really warm kind of savory smell is coming off of it so it t- smells a little bit like there might be like a cream sauce in there and maybe oh. some roasted veggies you can kind of see just peeking out of like a little pattern like uh like a pattern of a star on the top that is cut out. You can see bits of carrot and bits of broccoli. (laughs) So she's just like putting that one on the very top. And it is, this pile is a a little wobbly now. (laughs) She's not, doesn't really know how to pile things according to size. So there are a lot of little pies at the bottom and a lot of big (laughs) pies on top.
1: Dear, could I could I add a culinary specialty to this place? Oh, oh sure. I, that I've, it, it's been haunting me since sure. I thought about the fact that we're animals yeah. and there are berries everywhere, and to animals berries could be very big. Yeah. So I like the idea of berry blasters, which is a confection made where they take a berry and they'll, they'll dip it in water and then dip that in sugar and it's, it's around the berry, then they'll cover that in pie crust and they'll deep fry that and serve it like, like on a toothpick or skewer and you dip it in whipped cream. And they're, they're, it's like a, a, a sweet sort of popcorn
0: shrimp equivalent, I feel. I feel like as Nisha has been putting this pile together, she just sees uh, say that it's like a like a table side thing that they make. So she's just like wa- slowly placing a pie as she sees them like dipping this berry in the water and the sugar. And she- just like, I guess a bird wouldn't <laughs> be drooling, but she is making a face as if she is drooling.
4: <laughs> And i think as you're looking in that direction that's when Tinsel's head pops up and like blocks your point of view as no. like they just pop in because they've been like actually scouring like going underneath all the tables and like like looking around like somehow they got behind the bar without petunia <laughs> noticing for a minute trying to find the children
0: <laughs> you see just like little among- montage of all the moments
4: you just it. see the Oh, they don't have plenty ears up, but they'll, you'll see, like, the little tail it's occasionally just, like, poking out, like, on the cage just around.
2: You, like, you're looking under a table, and you just see the ear flopped on the ground under the benches. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Or it's actually, like, on the table, because... Yeah. There's no <laughs> control of these things. They're just everywhere.
2: <laughs> I think, I think the hog in a towel is helping you.
4: Oh,
0: And trying to,
2: like, you. sort of point out, like, oh, you didn't look over there yet.
4: Oh, oh, thank you for that. And I think they look up and like nod and like quickly like scurry off.
3: As as you are getting the berry blasters ready, I'm going to look over and say like to the hog and go, "Oh, my good, my good friend. Let's get you washed up. Let's really begin. All right, yes. you be over there, the form a line behind me, and I'm going to take my jacket off and roll my sleeves up. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, Let's get this hog washed. <clears throat> uh,
2: <laughs> by the way, uh, two, two otters come over with a big tub, a massive wooden washing tub. They slam it on top of a table. Nisha's pie tower just sort of <laughs> wavers and shakes, and your firelight catches it as the little f- fly glowing holds up your pie stack. <laughs>
3: Incredible. Uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, uh, yeah, roll my sleeves up and just lean over like uh, as I'm getting it's just all it's all business. But I'm going to lean over and say, by the way, my good man, my name's Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Philip. Philip, d- uh, pleasure to meet you. Um, I'm just going to start on the back and shoulders and go around to the sides and you just direct me. More pressure, less pressure, hotter, colder, anything else like that. If we get to a sort of, you know, a zone that you'd prefer to sort of move into an autopilot situation and handle yourself, then you just let me know. Mm
2: -hmm. Thank you so much.
4: This is this is happening in the bar, correct? Yeah,
2: <laughs> if we're, on
4: top of one but, of the tables, if we, yeah, like right, right next top to us. If we're yeah. I think.
3: if we're not central, Lawrence will make sure we are more central. It's like, we want the we want the <laughs> we lighting t- we want the lighting to be even so I can see if there's any spots I've missed.
2: Yeah, what is Tinsel doing?
4: I think Tinsel's like if a if a bunny could blush, there's a big old blush like that's happening as they're like not trying to look. And like trying to be like proper, but like also trying to like make sure the kids, <laughs> they get the kids. Like,
3: oh look, at... Tinsel! I was looking over and say, why are you hiding the children? The children should see this. This is proper hygiene. They should, <laughs> should be encouraging everyone. What's was
0: a lesson. <laughs> what's what's a,
3: what's strange about two men bathing publicly? What's so strange about that? I ask you.
4: I think Tinsel flush It's brighter as 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 they find an empanada, like on a table, and they just start like nibbling on the, the end of it. Yeah. It
3: just and turns around. You know
1: I mean, in his university days. They must have done this yeah. all the time. Yeah. University. We would after
3: after a, a solarium we would all head down to the public bars and we would drink and be merry and wash each other. This is the height of civilized society to bathe one another. I, sh- I shan't be- have aspersions cast at me.
4: And you just see an ear just sort of, like, they pull an ear up <laughs> and, like, oh. pass it over their eye.
0: It's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so cute. Yeah. I feel like uh, Nisha has seen this be- like go together before uh, and knows that Lawrence will just get into a vibe, so she runs off and grabs some of those uh, berry blasters and comes back and is like, "Lawrence, you have to keep your strength up." And just like puts one right uh, in front of your
3: I mouth. Got... <laughs> <laughs> just get the whole thing in one bite, Nisha. You are so kind. You know, oh, I what would I do without my dear friend?
0: <laughs> and she looks over at Tinsel and she's like, "We've d- this has happened before," <laughs> and she just has like, like all of her feathers are just full of a bunch of berry blasters that she's just gonna (laughs) every once in a while feed to you.
4: I think one ear, like, pop, like, this ear slowly just, like, moves off of an eyeball, like an eye, so, like, they can like look and be like... (laughs) Is this... You said this is normal? I have never seen anything like this. This is... This is fascinating though. I should... It's academics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but
3: okay. I'm up there with like two really soapy claws, like massaging the uh, Phillips uh, triceps. Mm-hmm. You've managed to get some incredible definition on your triceps here, my good friend. This is, this is
2: remarkable. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I, I really try and, and and do a lot of rowing. Um, oh,
3: back when I was on the rowing team at preparatory school. <laughs> Those were the days. There's nothing like it. Get out on the water right before the break of dawn. Yeah. With the, the mist rising off of the lake. I, I, it's incredible. You have a rower's physique, Philip. And I would have said it to you before. I would have said that hog has a rower's
2: physique. The only problem is my boat keeps crashing every time I come down the waterfall. Oh, are you trying to row down the waterfall? I mean, how else am I going to get down
3: this this sinkhole, Philip? I am so glad we met. Classic mistake. Rowing boats can't go down waterfalls. Believe me, I wish someone. Had t- I was a few boats deep before someone finally explained it to me myself. But well, rowing boat r- requires level water, my good man. So. Mm-hmm.
2: What, what do you use for vertical water, then? Well, for vertical
3: water, what I do is uh, uh, either I will, if it's a short enough distance, I will simply leap up the waterfall. But that's normally only possible if the waterfall is only several inches high, anything beyond that. And it's practically <laughs> unleapable, my good man.
2: You should have to find yeah, some way. I don't right? know how anyone could leap higher than that. No, 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 no. A <laughs>
3: few inches is all I can manage. No, certainly. Yes. yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And I think as they are chatting away, I think... It, Eventually, uh, tends to sort of settle down at the table mm-hmm. and like opens up a journal and starts like taking notes about the the public bathing experiences that are happening. Nice. In <laughs> Stafford, right? and while doing that, I guess um, wherever Rose is, I think maybe try to teach Rose some of some of her letters, like just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ro-
2: Rose, Rose, Rose is definitely like sitting next to you, eating one of the empanadas that you were also nibbling on. And we'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, fine. It's, it's that time of day, I guess. And she's working on the various calligraphies and things that you're teaching her.
4: Yeah, because if she's going to be sitting next to me and, like, around me, we'll know how to write. <laughs> <laughs> is like, dozing off just
0: a little bit. And then it's like, oh, did you get that corner, Lawrence? <laughs> and then, like, holds up <laughs> a berry blaster again.
1: I, I kind of think if... Rose and Tinsel are together and after just like the, the talk that Mooch had with Lawrence like he, he's going to approach Tinsel with like some trepidation and go Tinsel can I level with you okay I, you know you know that I know we don't really talk about it that much, but you know that jar of candy that you keep in your pack?
4: Yes, of course. We don't ever talk about it at all.
1: Yeah. I... I... This is hard for me to say. I've been trying to eat that jar of candy.
4: <laughs> I, I... I know. It's, it's... Yeah, it's the jar that's right in... And they look in their bag, and they're like, "Oh, oh no!"
1: Rose, it's a jar that's right here. I have this jar of candy. Rose I took it from you earlier, uh, and yeah, oh. Rose. Like, I think, I think he says this, like holding the jar, but really, he's like kind of holding Rose because <laughs> the jar is very—it's a big jar. It's a big jar, and Rose is a little owl. Um, I, I've been trying to eat your jar of candy, and I don't mean no disrespect. By trying to eat that jar of candy and am i motivated by my desire to experience candy in my little gecko jaws yes that's part of it it's a big part of it a huge part of it but there is something else that i think i'm finally ready to admit Tinsel, I think that jar is eventually gonna take you away from us. Lawrence and Rose and I. And I've been trying to eat that jar of candy because I don't want you to leave. But I think you have to.
4: Oh. And I think, like, Tinsel scoots over and like wraps an arm and like somehow an ear gets wrapped up too because the ears are always in the way. <laughs> and like pulls them in close and I mean, they're like big
1: blankets. It's they are it's perfect.
4: <laughs> and um I think they they sit there and look and um they're like one, candy is delicious. We'll have to experience it. I actually know maybe a little place on my route that has a candy shop that I can take you and everybody,
1: <laughs> you telling me that people just sell candy
4: mm-hmm. and they like make for all money? Ins- mm-hmm. Rose goes. Wow. What
1: kind of a jerk gives away money? Who gives away candy for money? You can't eat money. Wow.
4: I mean, there's actually some candies that look like money. Wow. Uh, I have to show you. But, um, getting to your other point. I... My job does have me travel. It's true. And I will have to go on other adventures like I've been doing with my moth. With my moth stuff. And, um, but that doesn't mean, like, I'm ever gonna leave you. Sure, I may have to wander away from time to time, but, like, I always come back. And if if we are still working together maybe you just can come along with me and see the world.
1: Yeah, but... If if, if you... If you go away... I, it's... It's not gonna feel good. I... I don't... I don't want any of you to go away. I... I... I, I, I like... I like traveling with all of you. I... I like it when you read the the titles of your mail and I like it when Nisha goes through their books and and I thought that I could put
4: a stop to that. I mean you can't stop things but Mm-hmm. You can definitely add to them. Sure, you don't want us to leave or anything like that, but think of the stories we'll have when we come back to tell you, and like the things we can. Pre- and maybe we can bring you along with us and like show you all these fascinating places around the world, because there is so much to learn. Even I learned. and I've been doing this for so long by now. So.
1: Uh. Yeah, I think Mooch like kind of nods quietly, um, and like le- leans into to your your comforting like hug for a little bit. Yeah, rest,
4: um, they'll rest their head on their head. Yeah. And I think with that, we'll, um well, there's a moment of quiet and be like, you know what? Before I met you, I did. not think my job would have me. I mean, I met tons of interesting people, but none that I didn't want to ever want to leave. And being around you. And and you, and looks at little Rose <laughs> that's sitting next to next to them and like wraps another ear around them and like pulls pulls her closer. Rose is like ah <laughs> <laughs> Um Maybe really is like Even though I do travel and my- my heart is in the road and like in the postal service. I can find hearts in my plant- plant them and have them grow and- that love to grow in people. And that's what you two are, my little seedlings. And then like with that we'll like playfully like, you know, give them like a little like rub on the heads.
3: You plant seeds in people's hearts?
4: That's what love is.
1: Holy cow. Did you know that hope is a big condor?
4: No, I didn't. What is that about? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think, I think we can, like, cut away as he, like, yeah. animatedly tries to explain that, that hope is hatched from eggs, and it turns into big condors that and wear I, aprons. And I think
4: with that, like, there's a... pencil flips a page open to a new page and starts, like, writing down everything that he's saying. Yeah,
2: I think the camera sort of, like, pulls back as we see all of you within the, the tavern. Um, uh, uh, Philip is being washed vigorously by... Um, <laughs> Uh, (laughs) by uh, a frog and an otter Um, Lawrence has taken a well-deserved break with uh, a couple of delicious pies um, each one larger than the last
1: (laughs) oh my god Tinsel, Tinsel in your like entry as you're like writing down all these things the title of this evening has to be hogwash so you write down my ludicrous theories on how hope is actually a big condor and it's all titled hogwash and that oh that feels so good yeah, because it's, oh. it's
4: within the same like notation. It's just the next page over, so it's not as get mixed in with the actual like washing of the hog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's not notated as a new like chapter in, in the book yet. <laughs>
2: yeah, I think I think Rose is trying to like sort of copy the beautiful way that you wrote hogwash, and uh, Nisha's like Firefly is floating above all of you, um, uh, as like Nisha is next to now a conquered mountain of pies (laughs) dozing uh with the the bit of the sun that's still up and uh, a a large butterfly lands uh on top of the tavern it's glowing wings glistening in the water as you see the little reflections of all of the happy faces inside uh, within this beautiful Stained glass butterfly.
1: Wander home.
4: Beautiful. Ah. Oh. Wander home.
1: That's that's a that wander home. If I heard it.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, now that's what you call
0: a wander home,
1: <laughs> folks. That's a wander home, and home we did wander.
2: Adira, thank you so much thank yeah. you so much
3: for yeah. 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 Thank, you so much. Thank, you. thank you so much for running that thank you thank you
2: it's it's a fun game to run
1: and and, and a big thank you thank you but uh, honestly but Morgan and rue thank you so much for for joining in Brent Brennan of course thank you like what what a lovely
4: thanks for having me yeah just- thank you no, James
3: True delight true delight <laughs>
1: This episode of One Shot uses music from the following artists.
3: Above All Else by Wild Wonder, Omega and Tomorrow by Scott Buckley, Lazy Raver by The Tide Rippers, Her Prince Charming
1: by Young Kool-Aid, Hope is Found by Moments, Typewriter Letters by Cody Martin, and Arise by Kayla Bethridge. This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work online, anywhere, at The Other Tracy. Well, Heroes, that's it for OneShot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with Babes in the Woods. In the meantime, be sure to check out some of the other amazing gaming shows here on the OneShot Network. Like A Horror Borealis. A Horror Borealis is an actual play Monster of the Week podcast set in the 1990s in the fictional town of Revenant, Alaska, just south of the nation's least visited national park and way north of everything else. A reclusive small game hunter with a magical secret, a young anarchist librarian with a passion for conspiracy theory, and a sensible park ranger with a strong local book club following find themselves pulled together by common threads woven mysteriously into their past when monsters begin plaguing their tiny community. But they soon discover the things they're fighting run much deeper and much closer to home. Tune in for a story about identity, empathy, community, mental illness, and healing. And stay for the beloved local diner. You can find A Horror Borealis on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, we end one shot with a call to action. Heroes, I'd like to urge you to go out and call your representatives. Calling a representative is a great way to directly advocate for an issue. It's a way that many elected officials keep a temperature of what their constituents are looking for, and because not many people do it, an individual caller can make a huge difference. When I call my representatives, I use a site called FiveCalls.org. That's the number 5calls.org. There, you can find a list of issue summaries from around the country, along with contact information for your reps and scripts to read while you're on the phone to help you get your message across. Calling is quick, and it can make a vital difference. Thanks, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show.